Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. What's up, guys? And welcome to today's episode of the College Investor Audio Show. We're going to be talking about how to buy stock in foreign countries directly and answer some frequently asked questions. So let's dive right in. Well, first of all, I guess the, the question we should ask to start everything off is, why purchase foreign company stock directly? Well, buying stock in a foreign company, also called international trading, is another method of diversification. While there are proxies, such as ADRs, for gaining exposure to foreign firms, going direct cuts out the middleman and any effects that indirect exposure may have. Yeah, buying foreign company stock is a more involved process than buying stocks in your own country of residence. And the first step is, of course, to find a broker that allows purchasing foreign shares directly. Which begs the question, which brokers can I use? <laughs> in the U.S., there are many brokers that allow you to purchase foreign directly, including Interactive Brokers, Fidelity Investments, Charles Schwab, just to name a few. And you can check with your broker to see if they offer international trading. Okay, so how does this work? Buying foreign shares requires a few more steps than buying shares on a local exchange. There's also some new terminology and concepts to learn. Here's what to expect when buying foreign shares. One of the first things to do is to get a quote for the company you want to buy shares in. Foreign quotes are usually in a different format than local exchange quotes. You might use company stock symbol or country code. You'll need to know the country code, which your broker can provide you. On U.S. exchanges, stock symbols have an associated identifier called a QSIP, Committee on Uniform Securities Identification Procedures. Mouthful. <laughs> on foreign exchanges, it's called an SEDOL, Stock Exchange Daily Official List. When buying foreign shares directly, you can't buy on margin. All shares are cash secured. Also, liquidity can be low and spreads wide. To prevent market orders from being filled at prices well away from the quoted prices, brokers restrict orders to limit orders. A limit order allows an order to fill at a specific price set by you. For example, if the bid or ask on a stock is 30.50 times 30.90, putting in a limit at 30.40 means the stock will need to trade down to that level before filling the order. It doesn't matter how wide the spread is. As long as the stock trades at 30.40, the limit order can fill. Unlike on a local exchange, foreign shares can't be sold short. This means they can only be bought and sold, for example, closed out. International trading is restricted to the daytime hours that the exchange is open. This means no after-hours trading. The settlement currency must be set before placing a trade. So the settlement currency is the country currency where funds settle from trades. When trading foreign company shares, there are two currencies involved, the country you are trading from and the country you are buying foreign company shares in. Funds must be settled in one of the two countries. You can specify which one on your trade order form. Also, whichever country stock shares are purchased in, they also must be sold there. You can't buy shares in Japan and sell them in China, for example. On U.S. exchanges, you're probably used to price increments of one cent. The one cent increment is known as a tick. On foreign exchanges, 
the tick amount will be different. The tick amount will depend on the exchange and country. Well, now the big question, what are the fees involved? So trading foreign company stock is more costly than trading on a local exchange. There are several costs involved. First of all, commissions. These can be higher than local exchange commissions. Secondly, exchange-specific fees can include fees such as stamp duty, transaction levy, and trading fees. Also, foreign currency exchange fee. Now, just as you pay an exchange fee to convert U.S. dollars into a foreign currency, you must also pay a fee to use U.S. dollars as the settlement currency. The various fees can range from just over 0% of the trade amount to over 1%. So here's a look at buying foreign company shares versus ADRs. ADRs, American Depository Receipt, is another way to buy shares of a foreign company through a U.S. exchange. ADRs are not foreign shares, but instead receipts of foreign shares that are held by a bank. The receipts are used for trading the shares on U.S. stock exchanges. ADRs are basically a proxy for trading foreign company shares. Trading ADRs are the same as trading any share of stock on a U.S. exchange. While ADR dividends are paid in U.S. dollars, they are still subject to foreign tax withholding. Withholding taxes, so let's talk about that. Trading foreign company shares can make your end-of-year tax filing, oh boy, a little more complicated. It's best to discuss your unique situation with a tax advisor before trading foreign shares. Just like ADR dividends, foreign share dividends can incur withholding taxes by the country of issuance. As a U.S. citizen, you can receive a tax credit on the amount withheld. Trading foreign company shares may sound uh, complicated, but once you place a few trades, it won't seem like such a big deal. Just keep in mind the taxes and be aware of the additional cost. And that'll do it. That was fast and fun. I hope it's been really helpful to you. And make sure to subscribe, allow the notifications. That way you can get automatic downloads of the College Investor Audio Show. Also, if you want to find out more about this, this is a huge, deep topic. You could find links, resources, all kinds of great stuff at thecollegeinvestor.com.